Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your main man, aka Crazy Cracker, aka Andre's Podcast, the Crazy Dre Podcast Show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I'd like to thank Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast to all the four people in the world who are listening to my newest podcast. My buddy here, Mr. Sean, is on the show again, and we're going to talk about everything about sports and We'll get to that point. What's up going on, Sean? Oh, just living the dream every day on this 73-degree day. The rain stopped, and, you know, I mean, I know it's April, so there's always rain, but to have 73 on April 5th, isn't that kind of exciting? It is. Because and we're, we're going golfing this weekend, baby. That's right, on Easter Sunday. After our family events. Yes, my mom passed away, so it's kind of like one of those moments of remembering of her passing. However... Today was supposed to have a we were we were in a tornado warning or tornado watch, so that was a little bit exciting. It's anticipating something that's a disaster that's not fun. I know the rest of the country is having a little fiasco about tornadoes and all that other stuff in itself. So let's talk about sports. I mean, right now we're watching the the White Sox beat San Francisco Giants. I and Timmy Anderson got ejected today because he wanted to argue and not being allowed to have a timeout. So these new rules do go in effect, and players got to keep their cool or they're going to get ejected. Well, yeah. I mean, there's another player. I think it was on on uh, the Yankees and the and the Phillies that they that they the catcher and the and the pitcher just couldn't get on the same page. And that gave the opportunity for, for, for a batter of uh, the Phillies to walk to first base. So that that in itself is low. I mean, I like this new rules. I know a lot of true baseball fans hate it. Uh, I know half a, it reduces the game a half an hour, which to me I think is great for people who are not baseball fans. It keeps them watching the game. Other people would argue with you and say, well, F them because it's not about them. It's about true baseball fans. But MLB is losing money when, they, when no one shows up to the games. I mean, they have a huge TV contracts. But baseball in itself is you need the people there at the stadium. And this is why Sean and I are going to go to a Tigers game against Boston this weekend. I'm going to wear some lovely blue and yellow. Go Red Sox. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you. Or not blue and yellow. Well, they do do blue and yellow sometimes. I meant blue and red. Yeah. Got the Red Sox hat. I'm going to pull out the Red Sox shorts. I'm going to pull out the Red Sox jersey. He's going to look like a tool. He lives in the state of Michigan. I do have a Boston Red Sox hat, though. But that's because I like baseball. And I just got a brand new hat. You got a brand new Brewers hat today. I know. And I keep telling this guy I'm going to stop buying hats. That ain't going to happen. Well, that's I, like me saying I'm going to stop gambling. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a whole. Yeah. That's a different subject yeah. because mine will just be a hat and I just won't keep him. I don't know. Baseball. As, I think as soon as I have all the baseball teams. I'll be done. I don't think I'm not going to go. If you're going to buy Arizona Diamondbacks, you need to go back to the old school one, not the new one and get yeah. the Diamondbacks when Randy Johnson was there because that one's cooler. Yeah. And if you're going to buy a Florida Marlins one, they did come back with that Florida Marlin, that old Marlins resemble, so you should get that one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I feel, I just feel like it's, uh, 
I just like baseball. And I not, know you want to Oakland A's because they're the elephants, and you always love playing with your trunks. Uh, hey, woo! Man, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, for all those uh, <laughs> those 14 year old kids out there who are listening, Sean is basically a 14 year old <laughs> child. He really, really, really is, really is. So, since we're talking about baseball, let's be amazed that the Tigers won two out of the four, two out of the. I think no, they swept the Astros. Because it's only a two-game series. They won Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. But who are, no, but they're playing tonight, today, right now. Oh, so they lost a day, yeah. yeah so, so two, two out, out of three. three. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I didn't think they were going to win until they got home, and they were, I don't think they I, – I think they might be able to get one out of three against Boston this weekend. One out of three, yeah. They'll lose to Chris Sale tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just – I don't know about Tigers. Tigers – Again, the Tigers baseball stadium, they came in like seven feet. Yeah, about seven feet from seven feet. It used to be 420, now it's 413. Can we give a shout-out to the only team after two um, – or whatever. After only two games, and that means two different series, the only undefeated team is the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They're 6-0 after today. Of course, they haven't played anybody. They played the Washington Nationals and the Detroit Tigers, so it's pretty easy to be 6-0, but they are 6-0. Well, I mean, game is a game. I mean, you're going to have to win. I mean, no one's going to give it to you. They're just not going to give it to you, and they don't need to give it to anybody. But you know what? I th- I like Tampa Bay. You haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> hey! Another, Back to the race. And, and another uh, uh, innuendo of, of Sean. I mean, every time he talks to a girl, he blows up their phone. Oh. Ouch. That's a bad burn. Ouch. Maybe not to uh, – I mean, at least he talks Don't to Don't me. tell me that at least call him or text him or, and then get all pissed off when you're sick and then not want to talk to me. Yeah. Uh, whatever. yeah I mean, yeah. Life is life. Yeah. Life, it's good to be alive and wake up. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, life is life, and I'm so happy that, that – Sean will not be any my, on my couch anymore for a while. For a while. Let's see how long this lasts. But he's growing up. He's being an adult. He, he's on 101, 102 days without drinking. 105. On 105. So this is amazing. I don't think there's any reason for you to be kicked out of your house. I hope not. It just is the only thing is if it comes down to our exact recovery, if it affects anything in a relationship. But very blessed to be forgiven. So... You know, hopefully, I mean, anybody else is struggling with certain addictions that but you can, I, if if I can turn a lot of shit around, anybody can. But I really do think, like, there's no, I mean, I don't see you relapsing. I won't relapse on that. So I don't know how, where this is really going. I mean, I don't know the negativity of it. I think but we do know that I have a double addiction and I gamble, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't gamble as much as high as I did before, but I don't really want to drink ever again. Yeah. I turned down beer salsa yesterday, for God's sakes. Yeah, what'd you do? What'd I just said I wasn't interested in trying it when I was at the restaurant when I was working. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, okay. and I, got, I mean, I didn't have to worry about him asking why. It just oh, yeah. doesn't sound very good either. Beer uh, salsa. Uh, uh, speaking of beer. So, I have to say this because we're talking You'll have a nice coldie on Saturday, I'm sure. Yeah. You will. Yeah. You got to have at least one. You do. Yeah. But I have to say this about, all right. I know this is not really the subject for this right now, but this is about people in Bud Light, Miller Light. So 
Bud Light decided to put a f- the face of a transgender person onto their beer with uh, with the rainbow on it. And when I first heard about this, I thought it was a joke. My dad actually commented on this, too, and I was starting to laugh, too, and I thought it was a joke, too. So I find it interesting that they're trying to give these all these all right they're trying to reach out to the younger crowd and the younger crowd are just basically i guess transgenders or open-minded to it but the thing about it though is that a lot of these kids who are in their 20s they have those they drink their sitzers and their light drinks and their stuff that they don't drink miller light and bud light and i don't really know if they drink a lot of craft beer Unless you're a preppy kid or you're a kid at college or something. But I just think it's just so weird to put a, a person on a beer can where you can, I can tell you this, they wouldn't have LeBron James or Michael Jordan or or any rock star to be put on their, on their beer can because beer in a way is not really promotional for that field. So I that find it's very true. So I find it interesting that they're reaching out to a crowd that probably doesn't drink beer as much as my generation does. Like, and the thing about it on TikTok and all these other platforms, you see all these guys with a Bud Light. They go into their fridge in the garages and they're throwing the their cases away. All of it. They didn't even touch their beer yet. Because Bud Light's cut. You're telling me they. People threw them away because they're sponsoring transgenderness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the can't. Okay. If you go to the store, and I'm sure it's certain stores, some of these stores have what? Twenty-four cases, eighteen cases, twelve cases. Six packs. Six packs and all this. So this is what they're doing. They're playing on the bottles too, or are they yeah. just on the cans? No, they have her or his face on the bo- on the can and the bottle. So the case in itself is actually with a rainbow and her face or his face. Well, here's the thing. I know, I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful because everybody has their own things. And we talked about how everybody should be treated as a human being, just like we talked about, you know, the NBA players and baseball and Rodone and stuff. I think Bud Light would have been okay if they would have just done the rainbow flag. But I don't know about this in today's society if, you want to back the transgender? Yeah, I'm not being sexist. I'm, I mean, I have a few gay friends, and I have, you know, things like that. But you're touching a huge subject on transgender when you have the old people that want to drink anyway, and if they're going to start, they might switch from Bud, Bud Light to Miller Light no, or I whatever. Saw, I saw this guy drinking a Coors Light. He had a Bud Light, and he had a Bud Light case. He had a Bud Light case that wasn't open yet, without the rainbow, without all the stuff, and he threw the whole thing out, and then he went to the to the bar and and start drinking Coors Light. Look, I think the point is this: if you can't if you can't have the can for White Pride or Black Pride, you could have had Black Lives Matter. Why didn't they? Why didn't somebody jump on that many yeah, years ago? Yeah, exactly. So if you can't have White Pride and Black Pride on a can or a bottle, or like say you have a Christian's Brothers uh, whiskey or bourbon, and then and then it's primarily for black folks. You can't have Dr. Kane or Malcolm X on it. Now, Malcolm X wouldn't drink anything because he's not an alcoholic person. But 
I mean, you wouldn't have Barry Bonds or Michael Jordan promoting Hennessy and putting their faces on Hennessy. So I don't understand how this Bud Light thing is actually uh, registering through the Anheuser-Busch. So that in itself is just odd. But here's the thing. I want to play devil's advocate for a second also. Obviously, Nike got a lot of backlash when they took on uh, Colin Kaepernick back in the years. So, I mean, maybe maybe Bud Light will get a little bit of a backlash. But I, I agree with you. I don't know if a lot of people that are just yeah, going I, out and drinking beer. No, their age. It's our age. Like, people who are 45 and older are still drinking beer because that's what we grew up on. A lot of, a lot of people who are 55 and older or even 60 don't drink craft beer. But they still drink Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, and all the Budweiser's and all the other stuff. But those are the people that they're going to lose the most, and I just don't think they have enough young people to actually drink Bud Light and Miller Light to keep those businesses going. I mean, someday, someday Bud Light might be and Miller Light might be an old person drink, where in 20, 30 years from now, no one's drinking Bud Light and Miller Light because my generation will be dead. It will be gone. We're, we're one of the last generations that keep drinking beer. So, enough of that. Let's go back to baseball. Let's, uh, let's, okay, enough about baseball. Let's talk about the Masters. And the Masters is coming up this, this weekend, and it's Mother's Day weekend, so happy Mother's to all the mothers out there. When? This weekend. No, it's Easter. Easter, you're right. It's Easter. Mother's Day is May. Yeah. So, happy Easter, everyone. I'm getting my days wrong because Easter was a huge day for my mom because she loves to go to church and all that. So, happy Easter, everyone. The, re- the resurrection of the main man, Jesus Christ, to all those Christians out there. And uh, everyone that wanted to be saved. There you go. I said it. I said it for Sean's mom because God, she really <laughs> loves that guy. So I, Well, I do love that guy too, but... <laughs> That was that was too opposite. We went from the bashing that or saying something about transgenders to go right to Jesus. Gracious. Wow, we're gonna be sponsored. By we're that. already going to purgatory or hell anyway. Well, yeah, and we're probably gonna be uh, sponsored by the church, the CRC, by now. They're like, "Oh, you guys are converting." No, I'm just saying it. Happy Easter. This is what Easter is really about. It's not the actually the bunny rabbits. That's true. So the, the candy and the eggs. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to get into that conversation. I just said it. I don't, I don't know why I said it, but I just said it. So I'm losing like 800 million people right now. Like, I'm not, I don't care about that. The 800 people that are not listening to it. So, so the Masters are on, and we have um, players that are – now with live golf, and now we have players that are still with PGA and all the ruckus between these two leagues. Uh, as most people know that live is sponsored by a lot of the Saudi Arabian money, and they're taking a lot of American players and other European players to go there, Kopka, uh, Justin Johnson, um, who else am I met? Oh, Bubba Watson. For live? Yeah. Who else I mean, obviously the lefty, the bet, the bet, your oh, boy. Yeah, you know, Phil Milkison. 
But there's other European players that have decided to go with Liv as well. But they made a, a deal that you're allowed to play in the PGA. So, you know, before we actually go in-depth into the PGA, there is 18 players that are technically in the contract of Liv that um, are playing in the PGA Tour. And we're going to talk about how we – the discrepancy between the different two, but here's the ironic thing. Um, Ridley, the Augusta uh, chairman, uh, and this is a good point that you brought up. You don't know if this will be the case for the rest of the season on the PGA Tours, but the live, uh, the live guy and Greg Norman are not allowed at Augusta at all all well, weekend. Greg is the, the Greg is the. He's not really the he's the league guy, but he's not really the league guy. He's just the the face of Live because he's been pushing for so many years to have a new league. And his argument is that there's a lot. Of, he's an Australian, and his argument is that why is there 99 percent of the PGA Tour only in, in America? And it takes it takes a country like Saudi Arabia to sponsor this lift stuff and they paid all these players to shamble Kopka, Mickelson, Johnson, Dustin Johnson, all these guys did give them like a hundred and fifty million dollar contract straight up and the gist of this is that Phil is actually backed up or backed himself into a corner because now he's always sponsoring a nation that killed a journalist that said all the bad things about the uh, the, uh, the prince of of Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia is in a hot kind of what a hot water at one point for the human uh, warfare or the way that they treat their women and all this stuff so this is that's the big gist of it and then and now you're taking dirty money by taking money f from Saudi Arabia. Is it really dirty? Is it a way? I mean, the Germans did it in a way that they kind of paid themselves off by uh, paying NATO off and uh, the, uh, the European Union off by creating a league in sports and paying money into sporting events. So this is kind of happening the same way. This is the Saudi Arabian's way of paying their debt off to the NATO and uh, all this other fiasco. I can't get really into it because there's so much that goes into it that I just can't express it. Greg Norman is just the face of the of the lift golf, and he's the controversy of was the... Was Norman the PGA? He was, and he was the guy that's pushing people to go to lift. Oh, and the okay. reason why this is so important because for him, he doesn't want to play every tournament in America. And a lot of these European players are the same way. So what happened is that the Live gave PGA players the opportunity to go to the Live and get paid a lot more. But what in the beginning it was just like you you only have to play certain tournaments, and then you can choose whatever you want to do because they were getting paid like 120 million on the spot just to sign it up and everything else with it. However, it has changed a little bit. There are now like 26, 25 tournaments for live, and all these American players said, well, I signed up so I wouldn't have to play as much. But 
for Greg Norman and all these other Europeans, there are a lot of beautiful golf courses around the world. And I really kind of agree with Greg Norman uh, this way, that these players should be allowed to play at any other tournament without getting sued. But these other players would like, there's other great courses that I, if I was a PGA player, like, hey, man, let's go to Australia. Let's go to uh, another part of Great Britain. Let's go to, to, to Japan. Let's go to, to France and play golf or whatever. So this way, this gives everyone an opportunity to play on their home court. And it's just, live is about dirty money. I know that last year they didn't make any profit, and now they signed a CW contract. And I'm not really sure that it's actually working for them. My brother went to a live golf tournament down in Orlando, Florida, this last weekend. But, but let's talk about the odds. And I'm, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give this to Sean's uh, info because he wrote this stuff down and his handwriting is a little bit. So I, we know. The so let's talk about like last year for a second. We know who the returning championship is. It's Scotty Scheffler and who the person that took second last year was Roy McIlroy. There was a two tie, two way tie for third place. Cam Smith and Lowry, and then to round out it out, the fifth spot was Colin Morica. Um, the great Scotty Scheffler is favored again um, to win it all. Um, yeah, Scotty. You know what? He's just five to one, so he's the best odds. But then there's Roy, is the second best odds. Rom is the um, third best. I'm not going to read all of them, but somebody you might want. Uh, Jordan Spieth is 18 to 1, but then the crazy one, if you just want to give have for shits and giggles, because God knows the last time he was in this tournament, he was plus 13, and he took 47th place. So you need a miracle for this one to hit. Um, Tiger Woods is 80 to 1. So, so all right, that's two things I want to say. First of all, we already know that if the weather isn't clean, it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game. And, and, and all of those odds, I mean, I don't usually bet on golf that much, but, I mean, all those odds, especially for Georgia, I'm sorry I interrupted, picking a winner in Georgia is nearly impossible half the time because the weather affects, and you could have somebody that probably should take 20th place be number two. All right. I would agree, but I'm going to disagree with you that was one little point. The Masters never changed. The golf courses has hardly changed. And there's a couple of holes that they made a lot longer. But it's reachable in two on the par fives. The reason why Tiger Woods has won like five Masters there is because he memorizes the sweet spots to that golf course. So are you telling me Tiger Woods is going to be top ten? I think Tiger, depending on his knees, I think if he starts out good – you love being on your knees. Oh, boy. Hey, hey woo! So again, <laughs> JK. Again, Sean is making reference to his own personal life. <laughs> That's not true. Yes. <laughs> he works He works on that corner of the street on Division and Franklin, by the way. Oh. So, so we know that. That was an appropriate <laughs> moment of the podcast. Anyone that got that joke was like, oh, yeah, this is not a good way to talk about this. But... But the thing is about the Tiger and that golf course is that they it, it's it's just it's a very nice beautiful golf course 
But if you can hit your sweet spots on that golf course, you can become legit. What? That's what she said. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Another <laughs> reference about <laughs> everything else. Okay. We're dropping all these innuendos <laughs> down, and I'm not going to get involved in this conversation because sooner or later I'll just go right There's not very it. many sweet spots. There's only one sweet spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, back to the VGA. So, so the... I really don't think Tiger Woods is 80 to 1. I would say maybe 30 to 1. Wow, that's a big jump. You're cutting it in you're you're that's more than half. Yeah. Cuz he memorizes like 50 that, to 1 maybe. Well, he memorized that golf course. Like like the thing that Tiger Woods has to do is make sure he hits his pars and hit the green. Now, if he doesn't hit his pars and Shuffler and everyone else and Cam Smith and McIlroy or if they're like Seven, eight, nine under. Yeah, Tiger Woods doesn't have a chance if he doesn't hit his pars and a couple of birdies and a couple of eagles. So, and again, remember, if it starts to rain a little bit. You ready for this? McElroy is going to Temps are cooler this year, and it's going to rain. I just looked yeah. it up on the Masters page. So that means McElroy is going to be a bad choice because he doesn't play well in the rain. Blaming on the rain. Yeah, yeah. Millie so Vanilli. expect some delays. Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah. Temperature will reach in the upper 80s on Wednesday, but by Saturday, it will barely crack 50. Yeah. There will be rain, lots and lots of rain. And I'm not reading, I'm not just making that shit up. I'm literally reading that from the PGA Tour page. Lots of rain. So. Like my buddy said, do not pick Rory McIlroy. No, because he doesn't do well in the rain. And, yeah, he just doesn't do well. I don't know. And a 30% chance of thunderstorms on Thursday. So Thursday could be de- could be delayed. You got 50% chance of rain on Friday. Um, Saturday, 90% chance of rain and could even be heavier at times. Sunday, 50% chance of rain. So there is a 30% or more every single day. So if there is a bet on any website on how long this tournament's going to last, take the I would over. take over, and I would take, like, Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. Maybe Monday. No, probably Tuesday. It's going to rain so much, they're going to go throw everyone out there. It's going to be hot. Hot mess. But remember, you can try to do you can try to do one and a half days in one day. So I'm gonna say Monday night over. I Tuesday's pushing it really Tuesday. hard. I know why. Because in the first round they play with three with three players on each squad. In the second round they do the same thing. And they think that by Thursday it's gonna be uh uh postponed a little bit. So they're not gonna start right away. So if they start okay, right, okay. if they start right away for like ten golfers, and how many golfers are going into this plane? Hundred and seventy-two, probably. I don't know. So, I mean, it's a lot of people. It's usually a hundred and yeah, seventy-two. I so, mean, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It's of seventy-two people. or a hundred. Yeah. So, so I I would I would say this may not end till Tuesday. To tell the truth. But remember, they cut the. 
No, it's not like baseball. They're not going to cut holes all of that because they want. But don't they cut? They get it down to a certain amount. Yeah, on Friday. I, yeah, no, on Saturday they do. But I'm saying on Thursday and Friday, if it just rains and pours and they can't get golfers out there, they're going to be playing the first and second round by. It's probably about seventy-two to hundred. Yeah, so I'm not going to count every single one right But now. you got to understand, the uh, all the majors for golf, you have to be kind of included to go in there. You can't. Not everyone can show up. You have to have a certain amount of uh, points or a certain amount of tournaments or some amount of wins. Right, because there's a total 200 golfers, so I'm assuming this is probably cut in half for yeah for the the big one. So, so, but yeah, because Gary Woodland's in it and he's at 100. Yeah. So I really, I I really think that I don't really think uh, Tony Fiana's gonna win. I uh, I think maybe. I I would God I'm all, I really like John Rahm. John Rahm. What about Patrick Cantley? Yeah, man. Could never count out Xander Schauffele. No. Could never count out Justin Thompson. No. No, but I really I mean Jordan Spieth, he's been struggling a little bit in golf. He's not really on. Dustin Johnson, I think he peaked two or three years ago, so I don't see him doing. Doing you can never count out Matt Fitzpatrick in the top 15. No. Shane Lowry. Shane Tommy Lowry. Fleetwood. All right. I just thought of something. Is it important? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm yes. so excited to see what comes out of your mouth right now. Hey. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that these guys, like Phil Milkison, Dustin Johnson, went to the Live Golf League for one reason. To get better? No, because they're declining in their, in their, in their golf strength. Or they're declining in their, in their, in their level of, 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 of play. So Dustin Johnson isn't really relevant anymore. He's good. But Phil is an old fart, and he can like when he was in the PGA. But then, what do years, you say about Kepka? Kepka is just a little snotty little guy that lied about the whole thing. He just wanted to get paid, and he thinks that. See, Kupka, he said at one point. He did point, have that bad knee or that bad yes, injury. But and he did cheat in that one game when he yes, changed his clubs or whatever. It exactly. Was. But you got to remember, he's the one that said he would only play at his best during the majors. And he said after the rest of the league or rest of the tournaments. But now that the live golf is paying him, paying everyone like $20 million for every winner, or I don't even know how much they win for winning. But they pay like four million dollars. Like they pay, all right, for the team, for, for the team that the Live Golf League has, for the team they make about four million dollars. The team makes four million. They win four million. The person who wins it all that week, no, I'm sorry, for the for the team, I think the team that wins it is a twenty million dollar spot. So whatever team you're on, if your team wins, you make twenty million, I think. And then the guy that wins it all. Based on the score, individual score, he gets like a million dollars straight up. But all 54 players get paid. So, but I really do think that Phil is leaving, Phil left PGA Tour because the senior tour is like crap. No one's watching it besides senior, senior citizens and everyone that doesn't really pay attention to golf. So I really think that's what's going to happen. I really do. I really think that's what's happening. I think Kopka, like DeChambeau. DeChambeau is the reason why 
He's leaving. He left. But I really think DeChambeau didn't have to leave. I think he could have been the face for the PGA Tour. He's young. He's golfing. He has a different type of philosophy in golf. He uses the same length of every golf swing and every golf club. I think he's – I don't – but I really think that the reason why the, all these old guys are leaving is because they need to get paid right away. Where and they get paid faster over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, so I really – I mean, I don't know the numbers exactly, but I'm pretty sure that the, win, the winners, the team gets – Either the team gets four million, or they get twenty million for that week or that weekend that they play fifty-four holes. Should have looked that up. But I want people to know that I think I think the PGA Tour needs to they need to be progressive. They need to look at things the best way possible. They need to make the game more more interesting for the young people. They really do. And I think the Live Golf League did a – they're doing a good job with the team thing. I just don't know if it's going to catch on to it. Do I think that if – and I know that we went back to golf because it's the Masters. But I really think that, that they're – I really think that this team thing is going to be either a good thing or a bad thing. But it should be a good thing because now you're going to have teams. Now you can go on the websites and you gamble on the teams that you're – favorite golfers on do I think that do I think that people should be frustrated by it maybe if you're a person who's a political person be my guest say stuff about say stuff about 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 the money that the Saudi Arabians giving out dishing out for certain reasons but I no, it's Doing it in teams, though, I mean, they're going to make more money, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, and they play only 54 holes. So, so it's not only three days? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be, I mean, isn't that the dream golf thing to do when you, with all your friends to go out, to get out, out of work on Thursday night, take a flight out to Vegas or somewhere nice in the golf course or Palm Beach or any. I'd love to go. Golfing them the PGA ones. Yeah, and go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then get home Sunday night and go back to work on Monday. That's how you do it. Look, I mean, we should talk about other sports, but right now it's just important about the PGA, the Live Golf League, the Masters is going to be, uh, hopefully the weather isn't so bad that people are just kind of fingering their thumbs. I don't know. Maybe my brother loves Tiger Woods. I'm not a big fan of Tiger Woods for the sh- all the gibberish that he's gone through. Can't tell you anything more about it, but I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So is this how we're going to end this podcast? No, we're not going to end this way on the podcast because there's two things that we need to talk about. First of all, um, lowest rating in um, NCAA history since 2004 on the UConn-San Diego State game. It was a real low rating. There's not much else to say about that. The Broncos have dropped contracts with John Elway. Um, so that's there. But here's the most intriguing one, and I'm ready to see you flip out. Because um, I'm about to. Because at this point, yeah. as an organization, yeah. and being Lamar Jackson, 
Yeah. Excuse my French. Yeah. I would tell Baltimore to go fuck themselves. Uh oh. What happened? Breaking news. It's possible the Ravens will take a quarterback in the first round. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm F you, Baltimore. F you. Get the hell out of there. Oh, man. So, look. I'm but, sorry I swore, but, I mean, that, that's ridiculous. That's look, ridiculous. All right, Lamar. That, all right, this is what I would do if I were you, Lamar. I would personally, and I don't know if it's possible based on your lawyer and your agents. I don't know if he even has one yet, but this, I mean, this is, this is worse than what they did to Joe Flacco. Like, come on. Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. Yeah. I mean, Flacco could throw the ball better, but Flacco won a Super Bowl. But Lamar Jackson is a quality player, and this owner is a joke, dude. A joke. Look, I, and I think that he's going to have to play even if the, based on that contract, right? He might. But I wonder if he would boycott he, he the He could games. boycott and not play, don't, not show up, and but, not, but and what not happen, get paid. But what happens if he gets fined then? Who cares? Do you care? If you do, you want to play for an organization that literally just came out. The draft is next week, Thursday, right? I think. Yeah. And if they're telling you, and this is all over ESPN news, so what the hell is going on in the locker room? What's going on in Baltimore right now? If it hits ESPN, it's got to be worse over there, right? So if I'm Lamar Jackson, okay, yeah, I'm I'm supposed to play for you, but I do have the right if I want to. You already, I mean, Baltimore's already pissed you off. I you just say you don't play, and I then they're forced to trade you. Forced to trade See, you. That's what I would do. I sit. Would, I would. I would sit. I would. I mean, if you have, if you got a good agent and good investment group, this is why you need a good investment group. This is why you need a good agent. This is why you need good lawyers, so that if you have to sit out for six weeks in the NFL season, and then they f are forced to trade you, they're going to be forced. Like there'll be a team by six by the sixth week that's going to suck, and then they're going to pick up the tab. For Lamar Jackson, I guarantee you, if Lamar Jackson protected his money and stopped overspending, or I don't know, maybe he's not spending his money, but if you are spending your money, I would hold on your money. I would not buy anything brand new. I would just sit on it and say, look, you're either going to either trade me or I'm going to sit on the bench the whole year, and you, your team is going to really, really suck. And as as of Baltimore, if this is what you're going to do because you've been playing mind games with Lamar Jackson and you already did it to Flacco before. Personally, before the draft, I would just cut ties with Lamar Jackson for two reasons. The only reason I say this, because you've already messed with him and he's going to tell you to go F, F yourself. If you cut ties right now, you're, when six weeks comes and you're desperate and you're trying to make a trade come, you know, October – Right? September, yeah. October, October. Yeah. And then when you make this trade with whoever wants to make the trade, you know what the, the other team, let's just throw this out there, maybe the Houston Texans, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Houston Texans are going to be like, oh, I'd love to trade with you. I'll give you the, the pick one, our first rounder, maybe a third rounder, and a second rounder, and then a wide receiver. But you want to know what? What? You're going to be paying 50% of that contract. Just to get rid of them. That's what usually happens. So yeah. they're gonna they're gonna get stuck with Lamar Jackson being on the bench for six weeks, and then they're gonna have to pay fifty percent of his contract just to get rid of him. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So why wouldn't you just cut ties with him? You're right. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, look, look. 
Jim, I know Sean doesn't like. I no, like I mean, no. I no, like the John, other Harbaugh, John, 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 John Harbaugh. Sean. This isn't, isn't John's fault, though. This is the organization. No, no, no. This is not just the organization's fault. This is John Harbaugh's fault too. Okay. He needs to be pushing okay. for your best quarterback. And if you need to go to a free agency and you didn't do that this last year to pick up wide receivers for him, you're kind of after yourself over as much as you the Baltimore Ravens did. So this head coach stuff is just your much as your problem. So Sean is right. If if you wait too long and you just don't cut tides, he's going to sit the bench and it seemed like Houston or the Indianapolis Colts. Maybe Tennessee. Or Tennessee are going to ask for them and you're going to have to still pick up the the another tab. The Washington tab. Commanders. I mean, especially yeah. if the Commanders are in the hunt. Yeah. I mean, they were 8-8 eight and eight last year. Oh, man, you jump all over that. And I don't like the Washington Commanders because I'm a Cowboys fan, but Oh, I would take. But look how much how much is it going to make this year? Just sitting out thirty six million. That's if they franchise tag them. So but I thought they already did. Did they? So look, so yeah, probably. So why wouldn't you? All right, if I were, I don't know, if I were you, Baltimore Ravens, I would give him twenty six million dollars. And I know that people say that's kind of high, just to let the guy go. But why? I mean. If you're going to let him sit the bench and you're not going in the teams like, ha ha, like, you know what? Most teams are going to tell you this. Yeah, we'll take Lamar Jackson off your hands, but you pay 75% of the tab. And we need a couple of first rounders or a couple of second rounders and a first round and a third round. So there's four draft picks. Now you lose four draft picks. So it's 30, it's 32.4 million because this is the reason we have this first year contract because he was drafted in 2018. So this is actually his first year where the contract can be jolted up. And I don't blame him for asking for the contract of $245 million, even though he's been hurt because Deshaun Jackson, I know Deshaun Watson got $245 million and he was allowed to pull his PP out and, do exclusive things to females in the pull and tug thing down in Houston, Texas. Happy endings. Happy endings. Jackson is a hell of a lot better quarterback, so he deserves two for two forty-five. Well, yeah, and you don't have a creep on your team telling girls to touch his wee wee. I yeah. mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I I just don't understand the concept of the NFL. You you allow you give the Browns give this guy Watson a big old buttload of money to go walk around the locker rooms and then say, hey, ladies, guess what? You get to touch my PP now. <laughs> Thank you, Cleveland. That's why no one likes Cleveland. They're just not. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson might still be doing a curtain show. I mean, the show must go on. Oh! The c- queen said that. So, he I did. mean, I mean they did. I mean, what else are you going to say? But The point he, is, he Lam- got, Baltimore he, should just let Lamar go or Lamar should just say, screw it. No, they they really need just to sign the, or sign them and get I, over this. Sign them, or at least just give them twenty five million dollars to walk down the road and say, "Thank you for your service. We'll give you the money to leave." And any team that picks you up is going to get a steal. It's going to get a steal, but you know what? Then I would think the ball would not really be in Lamar's hands anymore. And this is why. This is why. 
Now these other teams are going to wonder, is he really that difficult? Do we really want to give him that much money to keep playing for our team and that we have to handle all his bullshit? They don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, but I know Joe Flacco got screwed over, and Joe yeah. Flacco wasn't the bad person. No. So I'm not surprised that the organization as a whole is doing it to Lamar Jackson. No. no. And this is not a white and black thing because Joe Flacco was white. So. Yeah. So. So that, all right. So that is how let's, let's all pull for Lamar Jackson. And John, John Elway, good riddance to you. Um uh, you're a living legend for and the always Dem- will be and always will be for Denver Bronco fans. But you couldn't draft worse shit. And you, I mean, you got lucky with uh, Manning. Yes, that was the only thing you did right. And the, and stealing Demarcus Ware from the Cowboys. I guess that was the next thing, best thing that you had. Yeah. And taking Talib away because Talib is a thug. Yeah. So well, he got you. At, he also got you. That defense got you it too with Demarcus Ware. And yeah. Yeah. To leave and, and the well, guy that went to Tampa Bay, like their defense was. It wasn't Peyton Manning that won him that Super Bowl. It was no, the defense. No, the defense did, and the offense line carried Peyton Manning to the next first down. <laughs> That's Basically, true. Well, Peyton Manning made a joke about that on on the ESPN award, the ESPYS award. So, so even he said that, but. But, John, Mr. Elway, you did an excellent job. We love you. You're just not material for GM stuff. Like Michael Jordan isn't either. Michael Jordan can't get things out of his head either. He still thinks he can still play, I think. He still thinks he can play, Michael Jordan. He does. But you want to know the thing is? Some of those guys can't do it. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is – I don't even know why Matt Ishby for the Phoenix Suns is giving him a general man or a job and a thing, I guess – Matt, look, I think Isaiah, they hired Isaiah. Isaiah screws up everything he touches. No, but yeah. Grand Rapids hoops. (laughs) The Toronto Raptors, the New York Knicks. What are you talking about? He was there when that Toronto team was starting to be good. Right? He ruined everything he touched, other than the Detroit Pistons when he played. All right, fine. I mean, if if you can not even hold the Grand Rapids hoops together, that's pretty bad. Well, it wasn't really his fault. It's CBA. CBA fell apart. Yeah, they did. They did. But New York, it was a disaster. Toronto was a disaster. I'm sure I'm missing something else too. <sighs> you know, and then and then you kissing the magic on on the, on the cheek during the finals. Who did that? Isaiah and Magic were kissing each other on the cheek. Oh. You don't remember that? You were too young. That's not that much older than me. That's one. Yeah, I know I'm not, but you're not. I mean, sometimes you're not there in the head. I don't know how to explain it to people. Sorry. You <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I paused. <laughs> what? I'm a special needs? No. Well, yeah, you said that in the past. Uh, Prick. See, now we. I wish we had the TV now. We could be able to see what we're doing. I know. It's just a magical moment, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. In the 80s, my, uh, Magic and Isaiah, for some reason, were smooching each other on the cheeks before the finals so started. Since we are on the NBA, do or die tonight, Mavericks. Luca said he will, as long as they're in the playoff hunt, even though it's the play-in game, he will not shut down, folks. 
And surprisingly, the Mavericks play the Kings. And the Kings clinched their first playoff time in about a week ago, first time in 16, 13 years. And I don't – I'm sorry if you are a betting man or a betting woman. I don't know, even though it's on the road and it's do or die with the Mavericks because the Mavericks have no defense. The Kings are getting six and a half. You know what? That's you jump all over that, add two points, maybe two and a half. Kings plus nine. <laughs> Money in the bank. What, the Kings are getting plus nine? Six. They're getting plus six and a half. You know, that's true. You know why? You know why that is? It's because... And everybody's guys, playing for the Kings. Even eh? though it's a do or die for the Mavs. You jump all over the Kings. But you know what? I don't get about this game. It's not the fact that the... It's not the fact the Mavs should be better. It's not like the Kyrie and Luka can't figure things out. It's the fact that I would almost maybe stay away from this game because... If you already made the playoffs, you're going to sit out your best players by halftime because you don't need to win. Sacramento can still get the two seed. Okay, maybe that, that's okay. Maybe the two seed is better than what the third seed? Yeah. So, okay, maybe that's the reason to, to play. But, but, wait, 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 wait. No, usually it's better, right? Yeah. Usually it's better. But here's the problem if you fall to the two seed, if you go to the two seed, mm -hmm. You know who your number one matchup is? The Lakers. Yep. The Lakers suck. But do you want to play LeBron? You, okay, if I was the Lakers and you tell me the Kings end up jumping the Memphis Grizzlies, like if Jay Morant and the, and the, and the Grizzlies start losing, mm -hmm. me as Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. D. Russell, mm -hmm. Shrouder, and LeBron, I am salvinating, dripping like – drool down my mouth i'm like what a gift we get to play the kings in the first round and they haven't been in the playoffs in 13 years oh my god i'm betting all over the if, if that's the matchup two seven i'm taking the lakers all day wait, i'm taking wait, the lakers wait, all day wait 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 first of all that would be the case if those are the same players that haven't been to the playoffs 13 years ago however these are fresh new guys they're you're not, telling me you're going to take Sabonis and Fox and look, 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 over look. Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Russell? Look, those guys can't figure things. Look, look, Lakers can't figure out if they're going left or right or up and down. or Harrison Barnes, they P.J. Dozer. Look, they don't even know if they're hey, – the Lakers don't even know if LeBron James is actually playing for the Lakers because he's always moving in circles every team there is out there. My point is this. So the Kings, the Kings, they have nothing to lose. They, they're you get a two. Case. They're the fresh case. They're fresh out there. They're playing with just within all, within Rubs. their own spirit, their own spirit of the game. They have nothing. The Lakers have more to lose than the, the Kings because they have higher point. expectations on LeBron James and and Davis. Anthony Davis will destroy Sabonis no. in the paint. Absolutely destroyed. No, you know but I do happen. have to give a shout out. Mike Brown was coach of the year, by the way. Yeah. Congratulations. Look, you know what's going to happen? When First of all, the Kings the, might not even get the two seed, so Memphis will beat the Lakers anyway. But. Do you understand what's going to happen if someone accidentally hits Davis's knee off a rebound or dunk, whatever? He's going to fall on the ground, and then he's going to grab his knee, and then he's going to be out for two or three games. He does, that's his so MO. so. That's his MO. Can that's I ask you something? That. That's why I. This, he's been doing that for the last two or three years. 
he did that in Charlotte. Are you saying play dirty? No. Are you no. saying undercut Anthony Davis? No, Are you saying soft. undercut Anthony Davis and you can win? No, he's soft. Davis is soft. He is a soft player. He's just soft. If you play aggressive against him, he's going to fold his cards. He just will. You can bluff him as many times as you want. If you grab the rebound out of his hands so many times, you can get in his head. Anthony Davis mentally is not that strong. And we are going on our 52nd minute of this podcast. So we'll cut it off. So there you go, folks. We talked about a little bit of the Live Golf League. We talked about a little bit about baseball. The Tigers are amazingly doing a, 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 maybe a C minus right now. The White Sox are looking pretty good. Uh, we got Luca. Luca. Better win tonight or he's done. Oh, you know what? Luca went on my thing. Well, what if he wants to trade? He doesn't want to play with Kyrie. Kyrie ain't going to stay. He just came there because he thought he could be do something, and now they're not even going to make the playoffs. Okay, there you go. He'll just go to Sean's favorite team, the Chicago Bulls. I hope not. <laughs> I hope you don't. Basically, Kyrie Irving is a cancer? a cancer curse, just like Russell Westbrook for the Los Angeles Clippers. Lakers. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre podcast, y'all. Sorry it was a little bit longer than normal. I'd like to thank Sean. Thank you, buddy. For making it really interesting about was, uh, driving those sexual innuendos and all the 14-year-old kids out there like, <laughs> Mom, what's this mean? And your mom's like, you never can listen to that show ever again. I almost feel it. Okay. Thank you <laughs> Why for- Why are you still talking about explaining you're sorry? I'm just sorry. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for distributing my podcast. Thank you, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, for having my uh, show on your uh, source. Thank you, everyone. Peace, love, and uh, we'll probably be back on Friday. Friday. I'm out.